Two of the three teams are teams that we both don't think will make the NBA <laughs> that we don't like. So either I'm wrong about that or the formula I've come up with sucks. <laughs> like either way, it's pain for me. Welcome to the Basketball Forever podcast. I'm Nick Jung for Head of Editorial here. Joining me, as always, the founder and a man who can't function until he's had his hot chocolate, Alex Sumsky. Oh. Well, I don't need a hot chocolate per se. It's, uh, usually I'll go ice latte. That sets me up. But I just had this weird craving for hot chocolate, which I know you're referring to, just this last 48 hours. It was a dilemma. Oh, I, I just, I, we have like this machine in the office which we pay a lot of money for. It's like almost $500 a month. And it's like coffee, <laughs> hot chocolate. Shit. It's like four eighty eight, I think. Yeah. Or maybe it's three eighty eight. I don't know. I'm not 100% Perks sure. Perks at the job. Um, well, I thought it was a nice thing to have. And, you know, there's like the biscuits next to it. And like, I never get coffees from that machine or I have it in like a very long time, as you know. But the hot chocolates from that machine are so good. They are the, and I'm not going to say the brand's name because I don't do free advertising, but I'm, I'm joking, <laughs> but, but it is so good. And the one time I went to try and get it, the machine didn't work. I it was, spat out this like muddy water. water. Yeah. I was in a fit of rage. And, and you actually spent, it felt like the next two hours trying to get the machine to work. <laughs> no. <laughs> not my best moment, but at least we got a mechanic out here today to fix it up and I've got a little bit on, your on shirt. my shirt. Yeah. Battle scars. But we're in for a good show because you've finally yeah. had the hot chocolate. Now I've had my hot chocolate. Of yesterday. I can do these afternoon episodes. You've actually now. come out of hot chocolate retirement because yeah. the issue used to be always um, coughing up a lung from the <laughs> chocolate dust like Michael Scott in the office having his tiramisu. I'd do a sprinkle <laughs> and then i just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd time. actually... <laughs> and then you go back for another sip. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, enough hot chocolate chat. <laughs> I know you have some thoughts on Kevin Durant saying that, you know what, I don't even care about my legacy anymore. Dude, do you, does, does KD actually know what a legacy is? I'm so confused. I'm, there is more bitching and moaning in the NBA than there has ever been. And I know we talk about this a lot on the podcast because there's always something that comes up, like Damian Lillard or whoever, really. Yeah. But someone's always just whinging about, how they're perceived, like how their actions are perceived by others, as though somehow they're above that. Like they don't experience what every other human being on earth has to experience, and that's just judgment for poor behavior. And whinging, you know, talking at length about why they don't care about this and that. Yeah. But you're talking about it at length yeah, all I, the time. I know. Like, People who don't care about it, don't talk about it. Well, this is what KD said. And that's a bit of a long quote, but I'll give it to everyone for context, right? Yeah. So he says, this is via The Athletic. I don't care about legacy. I used to. I used to want to carve out a lane or space in this game for myself that people can remember. But it's become too much of a thing now. <laughs> what legacies have become oh, too trendy? It's, it's, it's become it's too much of an effort is what he's saying. It's become too hard. I thought having a good legacy, that just came easy. I was just going to be able to walk in, have a legacy, and <laughs> but now, oh, now it's too much of a thing, he says. So uh, it just becomes too much of a focus on other people. What's he done? What's he done? Comparisons. Before, when we wasn't doing all this debating, 
I cared about it. I'm about to be in the same breath as these top guys. It was big. But nowadays, I truly, truly don't care. I truly just want to go out there and produce. Be the best that I could be. Go home. Hang with my family. That's it. That's quiet quitting. He just wants to do his job at the bare minimum, produce what he's paid to produce, go home. But then in the same breath, he's like, I want to have this great legacy. I want a legacy. Oh, until I have to do the work. Oh, now it's too hard. Or until I might be criticized or I might my body of work might be compared with other people's bodies of work. Exactly. All the things that you opt in for when you become a professional sports player. What's he done? What's he done? Comparisons. How else am I meant to judge you? Based yeah. on what? I, I meant to look at you in a vacuum? I look your body of work compared to somebody else's body of work is how a ranking works. That's how we establish legacies. That's how we work out whether someone's got an impact that's everlasting. And I feel he's been hanging out with Kyrie too much back in Brooklyn, clearly, because um, he's another guy who they hate. They even hate, uh, yeah, player comparisons, player rankings. All the th- like the media does some stuff that's not fair, and we're a part of the media, obviously. But this isn't one of them. No, rankings are so. Basic, like standard. Once I left to go to the Warriors, I figured any logical thing when it comes to me, it's out the window. So when I did the one thing that was going to tarnish my legacy, now I my legacy's out the window, so I don't care anymore. It's it's like yeah, it's 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 the weirdest, most strange attitude to have. When it comes to me, people are not going to think in any logical way or simply look at what I've done and say, that's it. They've got to add a narrative to it. They've got to push something to discredit me. They've got to. What narrative are they adding? They're adding the narrative. The narrative is you got beat by a team that set an all-time record for wins and you went and joined that team. (laughs) That's the narrative. No one added a narrative. They recited they recounted what occurred in your career and they made a judgment on that. That is how a fucking legacy works. Yeah. This idea that he's looking at that and saying, oh, the second, the second you do something that is, you know, perhaps questionable or not up on not on par with sort of other all-time greats like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, these guys that stayed true to one team or one on their own or did whatever they had to do, uh, the second you deviate from that and then say, oh, well, it got a bit tough, so I don't care about legacy anymore. Mm. I used to. I wish I still cared about legacy, but it got hard now, so I don't care about it anymore. That's lame. Yeah. That is the lamest quote. I would never have gone on the record and said something so stupid. Yeah. It's embarrassing, really. It is embarrassing. Um, the the axes that these guys have to grind with the media over just decisions that they made. Yeah, boo-hoo. Um, another classic. Uh, <laughs> well, it's certainly got my attention recently. I don't know if you saw the one from Jalen Brown saying, you know, it's basically saying various members of the media have various agendas to push and he's not interested in, in that. Uh, the reporter said, so what agendas are we talking about? So he after he bitched about that at length, reporter says, could you elaborate? And he goes, nah. He declines to name. It's like name one example. One oh, de- I can't think of any. I'm sure it happens because that's what every other player tells me happens. So yeah. I'll have a like a whinge about name it. Name literally one. Oh, no. Yeah. It's it's weak, dude. What do you it's, mean agendas? It is it is just weak behavior. Like mm. 
And it's spreading like a virus, like around, a virus. The, around the league. Like they all want to talk about new age media and this and that and you know Draymond's podcast, Pat Beverly's podcast. That's fine. You get your yes men, you get them in a little echo chamber and you have your little chit chats about things that – but uh, like the reality is that they're not really getting challenged for any of this bullshit. Like no yeah. one's getting Kevin Durant sitting him down and saying, hey, man, that's like – that makes no sense. I'm sorry if you want to hang with some of the goats of the game – you yeah. actually have to cop criticism for, you know, bad career decisions. Yeah. Or not bad career decisions. You won chips. You did what was in your best interest. That's fine. But then you need to accept the consequences of those decisions. And that is public perception fallout. That's life. That's something every single public figure, every celebrity, every athlete in the world has to go through. And then, of course, on top of that, you've got, you know, people like Ben Simmons going on JJ Reddick's podcast. JJ just throwing softball questions at him, mm. Ben Simmons with bullshit answers to questions, and JJ Reddick just sitting there and accepting most of them. What purpose does the interviews it's like that fucking serve? stupid. The whole thing's boring. Like, players do not get that if they weren't mm. a player, this conversation is god-awful. Like, yeah. it is, like, and I, I know that I'm sounding annoyed, but it's such a gripe because I'm like, you are so happy to whinge your absolute mm. head off and go to the, run to the press, just complain, complain, complain about this, that, and the other and the, how you're painted and all the rest when really you can't actually address very, very simple objections to like things you do or things you say. When you can't name a single example. When you say probably your don't shit, s- yeah. why my shit? I can't really tell you. I think it though. What kind of shit is that? If, if the, but the also, roles were reversed and that was getting done to a player, they would then be bitching about that. You but know? I love how it's like, okay, Jalen Brown being the classic example, you brought this up, dude. Why did you bring this up yeah. if you were then refusing to elaborate? It wasn't like someone asked you a question, you gave them the answer. They ask a follow-up and you say, you know what? I've given you a bit. I don't want to get into it more. Mm. You brought it up. Yeah. What the fuck do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And there's no conflicts. Like, it's not yeah. like... He's talking about someone in his team or he's talking about his organization or he's talking about a rival. Like no. it's not it's not a professional issue. It is someone in the media said something that he feels like was slander or was taken out of context or is untrue or it's dishonest. And he goes, agenda. Oh, what agenda? Dunno. Yeah, that's your moment. <laughs> you call it out there. Yeah. Like it, you staying silent, you you may as well have said nothing. You yeah. you have achieved nothing. It's worse than saying nothing because you look like a fool. Yeah. And Jalen Brown's a guy that's always painted as, and maybe he's a smart guy, but you know how he's always depicted he is, as he's he such is. a smart guy, such a smart guy. Like that was one of the dumbest things I'm not saying he's not that's smart. happened he's in the last couple of weeks. He can be yeah, a genius. I'm saying we expect better yeah. of Jalen Brown in particular. A little bit of, you know, sort of wake up and smell the coffee on that one. Yeah. Like, wake up and smell that but again, hot chocolate. They're in their little bubbles. Yeah. You know, uh, they get bubble wrapped and yeah, so as soon as someone gets real, it's the biggest shock to the system and they, yeah. they cave. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting close to the playoffs, so I think we need to talk about that. Yeah. What are we thinking for who's going to go on this championship run? Well, there's a few teams I like. Mm-hmm. Would I be right in saying there's a few teams you don't like? Really don't like? Yeah. Absolutely. So I think- Should we start there? I'm of I'm always of the mindset that the teams that win the championship. So this is like my internal formula. It's not based on any statistics, by the way. This is purely eye test. Your internal formula is who fucked your fantasy season and who fucked your betting. 
there's that. <laughs> that factors in. No? That's a great. That's a, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan's laughing. That's yeah. a great way of measuring. Yeah. Uh, but there's more to it. There's a few other factors. There's yeah. A, okay. Then, then me just having like a multi that misses. Um, I, at the end of the day, I always think that it's like the team with, uh, like teams with the superstars, like the MVPs, mm. um, or the big time players, like they're always due for like a championship run. Like mm. they're always going to compete. Um, you know, teams without those all-stars in my view, don't end up going very far. And it's a particular type of all-star that right. I think carries a team. I think like a Nikola Jokic, who is obviously an all-star, but by the way, was picked last or almost may as well have been last, which is extraordinary for a two-time, potentially three-time MVP. Mm. Um, but I think that's that, that is one of the reasons why, you know, I don't look at him as like a player that, you know, you fear in those playoff settings. He hasn't really achieved anything in the playoffs yet. You know, mm. I'm, I'm more scared of Jamal Murray. But um, I, I do think that the Denver Nuggets aren't really that team for me. Um, Even though Jokic is a... I know. I just can't see it. And I, mm. this could age so badly. I could come back to this podcast in three months' time or whatever, and this is going to be the worst take so if, what's the main core reason why you don't see it? Is it because we haven't seen enough from him in the playoffs already? I just don't see them as a playoff. Like I see them as like a round one, round two team in my mind. I don't see them as a Western Conference Finals team. I definitely don't see them as an NBA Finals team. Do you team. feel like Jokic won't reproduce the regular season greatness in the playoffs? I don't know if it translates in the same way for some reason. Mm. I, he's just not like that superstar, give me the ball, get out of the way, go to work. Cutthroat. He's no, like, Le, he's no LeBron, like dog sort of guy. You don't, yeah. you don't Does see. Does Jokic have that dog in him? Yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know. So we'll see. I could get. I'm happy to get proven wrong. It's just my my gut feeling, and I I'm always going against Denver. Like yeah. I used to always go against uh, Utah as well back yeah. in the day. That was an easy team to bet against. Like just those. It's a very Utah type team for me. I know they're top of the West. Um, I just don't see it. And then the other one in the East, um, I'm a big Bucks fan. Uh, you probably already know that. Mm. I think that the Bucks could uh, win another championship this year. They're kind of my pick, even. Um, I think so too. I just love, I love that team. I love Drew Holiday. I think Giannis is exceptional. Um, I know that the stats and the aren't quite there for him. The advanced analytics aren't quite there for him this year, but. It, uh, I, he's an MVP in my eyes, um, and the Bucks have the best record. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I would have I, – I see them as legitimate contenders, and I believe that they – well, actually, the year that they won the championship, I had the Suns picked. Yeah. So, But the Suns still made the finals. Um, mm. And uh, so I think that the Bucks have what it takes. Um, I, I think the Celtics have huge meltdown. Uh, capacity yeah and again it's only based on the fact that I didn't really feel like they could ever get turnovers under control they, they love to melt down against the Warriors as we all know they love that Jason Tatum has the why, capacity to go so cold yeah I, I don't know I just don't feel strongly about that, that Boston team this year one of those teams that the advanced stats love but I, again, you remember when 538 and all, uh, ESPN as well, all the those advanced numbers calculated that they were roughly a 90% chance to win the finals. And we said. And we said 
No way. It's Warriors. We said the Warriors have been to the finals a million times. This is nothing new for them. Yeah. Whereas there's deer in the headlights potential for a, a, a young team that's never been to the finals. And look what happened. And then they turned the ball over like a hundred times in across all the games. Like it was, Yeah. But, I, you know, I the other team that I always don't like, and this just comes back to me not really liking Embiid, I just don't think like Philly are it. I just mm. don't see. I just don't see Philly in an NBA Finals winning at all. Mm. I, I don't know why. I definitely don't see a Philly Denver Finals. Yeah, I think it'll be some other team. I said this on maybe last week, definitely a previous episode. That what kills me with Philly is just having watched them lost too many games to too many bad teams mm. in the regular season. Yeah, and I know it's the regular season where. Anyone can be prone to like, oh, fucking hell. It's Tuesday night, second night of a back-to-back. We're in Charlotte. And you might drop that one. Mm. That's okay once or twice. Philly do that too often. Yeah. Had a horrendous loss to Houston, that horrendous 10-point loss to Orlando. Mm. Uh, loss to the Spurs, I think, the Hawks. The, you know, it's just like, what's going on here? Yeah. And Embiid played in all of those games. Mm. Um, but it's funny that you mention Philly. Yeah. Oh, because it's going to come back to bite me, isn't it? I was trying, I don't like him either, but when I, and I just sort of said before that the numbers don't always dictate everything, Mm -hmm. but I was trying to work out, you know, we talked about in a previous episode, what is the criteria that past MVPs always fulfill. Mm -hmm. I I wanted to look at like, what is the criteria that past championship teams always fulfill? And so just kept adding more and more requirements to whittle down the list. So let's start here. Mm-hmm. So 28 of the last 30 championship teams mm-hmm. have had a player who's either top 10 in points per game in the league. Top 10 in points. Or top 10 in rebounds. Okay. So that will get us, it's still a sizable list. We can chuck it up on the screen. Okay. Um, but when we also- what, what, what are those teams just out of interest? So that leaves us with, and these are teams that are only, we're only working with teams that as we record this are in the play-in mm-hmm. Uh, the top 10 on in either conference. Mm-hmm. We get down to Philly, OKC, Milwaukee, Boston, Warriors, Suns, Lakers, Cavs, Kings, Nuggets, Timberwolves, uh, Grizzlies, Hawks, Bulls. Oh, got Philly on here twice. And Pelicans. Right, um, so a good chunk of the teams have a shot based on that. They all have a top 10 scorer or rebounder. Yeah, so that's gotcha. obviously a long list. Interesting... We've already eliminated the Clippers. Oh. Because Kawhi and PG, mm. they are 28th and 29th in scoring, and obviously neither of them are going to sniff uh, top uh, top 10 in rebounds. Wow. So Clippers are already out of the running. Okay. So um, Clippers are done. And there's other reasons to be skeptical about them, obvious ones along the lines of injuries and mm-hmm. everything, availability. All right. Uh, and past choke jobs. But let's also throw into the mix, you have to have a player who's – top 10 in the league or at least arguably you can know you can argue with a straight face this guy's top 10 in the league mm-hmm. that gets us down to nuggets bucks warriors suns philly boston lakers okay so what we're down to eight teams i think that's correct okay um interesting i think that's seven actually all yeah. right seven teams left so we're already down to seven teams mm-hmm then you look at the last nine of the last 10 championship teams have been in the top 10 in terms of three-point percentage. Okay. And a focus more so on the top 10 for this because, you know, like 
if we go all the way back to like MJ days, three points less of a yeah, yeah. So factor. We'll just keep it last 10 years. Uh, that eliminates the Lakers and the Bucks. Okay. Bucks were 13th in three point shooting this year, at least as we record this. Uh, Lakers 24th. So is that for that's the whole a real season? issue. Um, Are they better you know since what? So the trade deadline? I looked that up. Lakers were actually 26, sorry, for the whole season. And now they're And I was like, they added. Uh, you know, like s- some new players, Malik Beasley and mm-hmm. the other guys who should yeah. help a bit, D'Lo. Mm-hmm. Um, that only got them to 24th since the trade deadline. So that has oh. has not helped. Okay. So that is a major concern. Yeah. For the, There's so much Lakers buzz at the moment. Uh, but but three-point shooting. That's a what, serious that issue. That eliminates them. They're, from not, they're not only, not, only uh, not top 10 there. They're not even top 20. Okay. Yeah. So because we've eliminated Lakers and Bucks, mm-hmm. we're down to Philly, Denver, Warriors, Boston, Phoenix. He's not many left. It doesn't take long to whittle the list down. Yeah. Now, 28 of the last 30 championship teams mm-hmm. also were top 10 in field goal percentage. Ooh. So that eliminates the two finalists from last year, the Warriors and the Celtics. I knew the Celtics were going. Yep. Uh, I'm Celtics surprised. were 15th. Warriors were 12th. Warriors almost made it. So Warriors not far off, mm. but got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Um, okay. That means we're down to Suns, Nuggets, Sixers. Wow. Suns, Nuggets. So two of the three teams are teams that we both don't think will make the NBA (laughs) That we don't like. Yeah, have made it based on this. So either I'm wrong about that or the formula I've come up with sucks. (laughs) Like either way, it's pain for me. But um, I, I still think this is an interesting exercise, you know? Yeah. Um, is there anything else that further gets the list down from those three, or is that I've got one more oh, trick in my bag, which on. is defensive rating? I looked at offensive rating as well, and it just wasn't quite so clear cut. Defensive rating was more so like defense wins championships. Yeah, and it's true. It, it checks out here. Okay, there were some championship teams that were not so red hot with oh. the offensive. Oh, they were like twelfth or something, and ended up winning the title. It really okay. came down more to the defensive rating mm-hmm. and that eliminates the Nuggets who were 14th defensive rating this year. I think a lot of that's to do with the fact that uh, Nikola is such a poor uh, rim protector. Mm. Uh, I think he's got some of the worst like uh, points allowed at the rim like more than anybody else. Because the pro Jokic people who feel really strongly, the agenda people, yeah. um, as you know, Kyrie and KD would have you believe, would say he's improved on defense, which is true, but there's still some major weak points. Oh, definitely. There's like other areas defensively. And then what he does for like Denver's uh, uh, mm. defense overall is, is absolutely huge. But if he was elite, 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 there can't be 14. He's just not athletic enough. He plays be- most of the game. On his own, mm. if you were a true defensive superstar, your team's not 14th. But he is the leader in uh, defensive box plus minus. Oh, yeah, true. So there, there are pros, but I understand as a, I understand yeah. that as a team, 14th's yeah. not going not gonna to necessarily get it done. So that just leaves what? Suns and Philly. Suns and Philly. So Philly, the team that we don't love to go all the way. And we couldn't find any other thing. Have held get, on. We couldn't find any other team. Well... So it is going to be a Suns. Based on all of this, we've got a Suns-Philly NBA Finals. Yeah. I wonder if this is going to come true now. Or age 
terribly. It could go either way. Either way, we've put it out there now. So yeah, too but late. It's done. But yeah. Well, the, I was trying to just whittle it down to one team. Mm. Um, I was looking at clutch. Can I, can I pick who I think based on whatever you're about to say? I reckon Suns are going to win no matter what metric you say. <laughs> okay. So lay well, it on me. So just a quick bit of background. I was looking at clutch offensive rating, clutch net rating, clutch uh, field goal three point. Mm -hmm. But there were too many. You know how we're trying to find things where it's like, okay, it had to the overwhelming to majority of championship teams were top 10 in that. Mm. Uh, there were too many championship teams that were not top 10 sure. in any of those clutch things. Mm -hmm. But I did look at offensive rating and it checks out in the sense that 20 out of the 25, I was saying it wasn't as many as uh, as, as much the cases with the defensive rating, mm -hmm. but there were still 20 out of 20, the last 25 championship teams were mm. top 10 inoffensive rating, mm. which technically eliminates the Suns, but that's not really fair because KD has played six games for the Suns all season. Hmm. So they would be eliminated when you look at the season stats, but most of that was pre-KD. And even when KD arrived, you know, he got injured again. And when you look at when KD's on the court, yeah, like KD's offensive rating is 132.8 which is miles and above the best team in the league and the best offense of all time. So the Suns have the potential to be the best offensive team of all time when KD plays. So I don't feel comfortable eliminating them based on pre-KD, which was most of the season. So I ran out of ways to separate them because <laughs> I really wanted to get Philly the hell out of there. I'm like, there's got to be something that proves what we see when we watch them. I don't know. Couldn't find it. So according to that, you know, little formula, we've got a team winning that I didn't think would win. So yeah. like I said, so I kind of want this formula to be wrong. We've got a Suns 76ers NBA Finals with Suns taking it out based on that. Yeah. With with Denver Nuggets as a, as your, uh, your honourable mention. So we'll see how that plays out, see how it ages. Um... Knowing us probably poorly. <laughs> yeah. We're in for it. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, I mean, pain either way. Yeah. Either Crappy way. formula or else I have to watch Philly in the finals. Let's just enjoy these great playoffs. How about that? Enjoy the great day. True. Yeah. Yes. So let us know what you think of this formula. If you think it's going to be accurate, if you think it has spat out some good results or if you're not buying it, mm. I must say I'm a bit skeptical even though it's, and it's, it's my formula. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm sure there'll be plenty of skeptics among you. I'm still rooting for the box. Let us know what you think. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> we will.